Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Is I, Colton Robertson, and today we continue our 52-year journey through film. We've done 1970, 71, all the way through the 70s, all the way through the 80s, up to 1987, where today we are discussing space balls. I am joined by Tavares Pennington. What's up, homie? Hey. Hey, we're, we're living. We made it here. You know, I, I, it's crazy. I, I didn't realize we could time travel like this. I didn't either. It's 25 years in the past. It's 1987. Yeah. But it's also January 11th, and it's also April 29th. So, uh... What? Go fuck yourself. That's why. Hello, Joseph George. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. It's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me out. Sorry to sorry to make it so confusing for everyone from the top of the pod. Um, no, nah, it's just that we we record quite in advance for this project. Uh, that's all. Just because, like, you know, if it catches up, it's going to be real stressful. <laughs> like, uh, we can't miss a week after a certain point. So we like to we like to get it done and recorded with. Uh, sorry to break the fourth wall for everybody there, but uh, <laughs> thus thus is the way of things. We're talking 1987 Spaceballs today, and uh, it's uh it's it's something to behold. It's quite the flick, uh, not in a good way, and but but not quite in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of of the movies on our list, this is definitely one of the most out there movies. Um, it doesn't. This one does not belong with the rest, and the closest one would be Mash, I guess. But Mash is even far se- more serious than yeah. this movie is. This is if I don't know it, it but it's. This is what it was supposed to be. This is what they were going for. Was it's, yeah, like it's a parody. Very easily, yeah, easily put together. Didn't really care. You know, they were just going for it. It was just supposed to be funny and fun to watch. And you know honestly, what? like it succeeded. It was funny and fun to watch. You know, uh, let's lay the groundwork for the people. Spaceballs released on June twenty fourth, nineteen eighty seven. Directed by Mel Brooks and written by Mel Brooks, uh, along with Thomas Meehan and Ronnie Graham. Um, so Mel Brooks, uh, hasn't aged the best, uh, according to society as a whole with good reason, I would argue. Uh, he has made some egregious jokes and said some terrible things along the way. And it is, it is impressive that in a movie like this movie didn't age quite as bad as I had anticipated it to. There were moments. (laughs) <laughs> you know, there there were certainly moments Definitely. where it was like, okay, well, that's that's not great. That doesn't look good. Uh, but but like it was like, okay, I I it could it could have gone it could have gone real bad real fast. 
And I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it quite reached that point. Uh, Tavares, had you ever seen this movie before? Have you ever watched Spaceballs? No, I had not. Spaceballs was was not. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't. Didn't didn't come across my palate. No, I, guess. I, 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 can, I can understand that too. Uh, you know, we got a couple first timers here, and I've watched this movie since I was a young lad. Um, in fact, it was the first time I've watched this in a while, probably and since I was a young lad. This, this seems like a, a movie for young lads. Uh, yes, specifically it is. young lads. Specifically young <laughs> yes. lads. Uh, and that's that's the thing, too, is what's unbelievable about it, uh, if I remember correctly, is that it is it's rated PG, um, <laughs> which is uh, which is a fascinating, fascinating little uh, footnote next to this movie, uh, because I believe a fuck is thrown out at one point, which I don't think you get in PG movies anymore. Uh, we had a lot of references to sex and uh, like a pretty much direct on-screen showing of President Scroob giving head uh, to a couple ladies. Um, (laughs) I was just like, if I remember correctly, (laughs) this is a PG movie. Um, No, yeah, it's it's definitely our our rating system has has evolved over the years, to be sure. And I think uh, (laughs) this being once accessible to young men makes... A lot of sense on the whole, and as you look at men on the whole, that that may <laughs> contribute to the uh, amount of um, absurd seriousness that seems to pervade the because the, the, you know it's the the movie is obviously aware of itself. It's aware of its its uh, uh, to a very grave degree. To a grave degree. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot of fourth wall breaking in y- this movie. Yet it's able to. It, I don't know. Like it. it <laughs> They're able to treat it with an air of seriousness on camera that, like, adds to the humor, but at the same time makes you think, like, but who funded this? <laughs> like, I gotta imagine it was just money. Mel Brooks, like, he was basically making whatever the fuck he wanted. Like, <laughs> that's just kind of, yeah, produced by Mel Brooks. Like, he he makes, he made a lot of movies, and he, he, he made them. He directed them. He directed them. He wrote them. He produced them. That was his shit, you know, and, uh, he was going to make the jokes he wanted to make and people had to sign on. But what kind of like stood out to me about this movie in particular is the fucking cast is actually nice. <laughs> uh, for like a comedy, you got John Candy, Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman, uh, and I'd seen Daphne Zuniga at, at points. Uh, I, if you've watched One Tree Hill, she is, uh, mm. Brooke's mother in that uh in that show which is uh which is funny because i hadn't watched this since i'd seen one tree hill and i was like holy shit i've seen her as like a 50 some odd woman now but uh hmm. yeah i was like holy shit look at that you know as like i had no idea what i was really getting into i knew it was a star wars parody that's pretty much it is that it was a parody of star wars um that's all I was going in with. This was my first viewing, um, completely. Couple, couple uh, didn't watch it as a young lad. Virgins. Yeah, did not watch it as a young lad. Um, virgin alarm. Um, yes. Cue, cue the virgin alarm. Yep. Spaceballs virgin alarm. <laughs> but I don't know. It was very. It surprised me. Like uh, I didn't. I had no idea of like the fourth wall breaks. I didn't think it, any of that would movie. happen. Uh, which which were all pretty funny, and you know they actually had like. For the story, it wasn't that bad, you know. I mean, it's pretty much a a rip off of Star Wars. So I guess how bad could it really be? You <laughs> no, know, if yeah, you're like, ripping off, if your source material is already great, <laughs> it's basically if you took that that one episode of Rick and Morty where they it's like a 
Star Mort Return of the Jedi, Jedi or something like that. It's like one of the season finales and they spoof the Death Star. It's like if you made the writers of that super fucking dumb and then slid them in slid them in 1987. <laughs> yeah, this is uh so it's 10 years after Star Wars and I want like well, and it's it like, and there are several references in this movie to beyond Star Wars. Yeah, Star you know? Trek. Uh, um, we got Indiana Jones reference mm. with the Temple of Doom, and we watched Aliens just last week. And at the very end, we get a reference to the alien that pops out of the the people's chest. Of course, he starts singing, uh, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal." Which yeah. is, which I mean, if the aliens and aliens did that, we'd probably appreciate them a little bit more. Watching this movie, I was always taking myself out and being like, okay, so if I'm back in 87 in a theater watching this right now, like, a theater comedy is way different than sitting at home comedy. Like, you laugh more at the theater than you do at home just because it's, like, awkward if you don't laugh at the theater, you know? But, like, I'm not saying that's what happened with this movie, but, like, you just automatically laugh more at the theater, I feel. There's something to the idea that went, like, in viewing a comedy and in viewing funny content in general, scrolling Twitter, scrolling TikTok, Vines, whatever, YouTube videos and stuff, you're going to have more fun and laugh more with more people because there's more people who are laughing at what you're laughing at, and therefore the camaraderie builds upon the funny. And it's like, we all think this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know? Uh, and... uh I think Spaceballs is, uh, <laughs> it's, I watched it alone, right? I laughed out loud, like, maybe a couple times. And I, I let out a couple <laughs> nose, nose exhales. But, uh, I, I, it didn't have me an uproarious laughter like it did when I was 11. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that maybe it was a little different because I don't remember any of it. So there were just some things where I'm just like, ha, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. No, and, that's, that's mostly it. It's just like, this is so fucking dumb. Like yeah. anytime I laughed, I was just like, ha, this is so stupid. Um, yeah. Like whenever she turns into the giant maid, the, the mega maid, yeah. um, they're, they're jamming the sensors, jamming the sensors. Yeah. Claire was like in the room when I was watching it, but she like was just like on her phone. But she, at the beginning, you know, she was kind of paying attention, and I was just like, oh, is this interesting? She's just like, I mean, it's just dumb. And I was like... <laughs> no, yeah, like... <laughs> That's this a response is, to my question. Uh, uh, in the 53 movies we have here, 1970 to 2022, we don't even have a 2022 movie picked out yet, and I know for a fact it's not as it's not as dumb as this. <laughs> it's the, it is the far and away the dumbest movie on our list, and there won't be a close... There won't be a close second. <laughs> and, and there's something, there's something to that you know i wanted i wanted to get an absurdly bad movie in here like like a like a movie's so bad it's fun to watch uh -huh. you know like those those are fun movies to watch you know what i'm saying and that's that's what makes this fun is the fact that it is so god awful um at basically the entire basically the entire way through yeah um, and it what's crazy is like it gets it gets so like it it gets so concerned with itself that you realize that you're like on this very deep complex ever shifting journey with these characters and you struggle to give a fuck but you're also like i'm not supposed to really care am no I? you're not you're not you're <laughs> like, absolutely not because no, like i'm like man i really don't want them to suck the air off of druidia but like 
what if they do? <laughs> you know, like, what? Okay. <laughs> kind of the whole time I was just like, okay. So she's obviously Leia. He, you know, I was like making the we comparisons got the, we got the from, connections. to Star Wars. And I was like, all right, well, this is obviously Han and Chewie. But then I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, he's just also Luke, too. You know? So he's, cool. he's an amalgamation. Yeah, he's, yes. he's, he's just the guy. Um, and... I don't know, I was just always going back and forth between Star Wars and this, but, like, some of my favorite moments were, like, even just the beginning, where the ship just dragged on. Oh, that was amazing. For, like, a good two minutes. Like, I was, it, it, I literally, like, just started laughing. I'm like, oh, my God, like, it actually is still going. Like, I don't know, that, I don't know, it was so, like, that's basically the entire movie. It's so dumb that it's it becomes funny. Like uh it's basically an SNL skit the whole way through. It really and that's is like all this is. But. The the only moments where it's like okay. This hasn't aged the finest. Um and and never never really was appropriate. Uh but there's the, the there's a show I watch uh Harley Quinn. DC's Harley Quinn, uh the animated series. It's written by by a couple of Jewish guys and they make a lot of Jewish Jewish jokes. In the uh, like, like self-deprecating against Jew- anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic jokes, and uh, you get a lot of that in Spaceballs. And uh, I've I've noted that like many a people, regardless of whether or not the writer is Jewish or not, this is hurtful, and it probably shouldn't be done. And the whole Druish princess thing, and uh, Schwartz, may the Schwartz be with you. Um, yeah, just put those. Yep together now yeah just now so no and that's the thing about like anti-semitic comedy often like it just like goes right over all, most people's heads because it's just like like a lot of people don't even think about it but uh mel brooks is is half jewish and stuff so like there's there's also like he makes a lot more jewish jokes than he does you know when they're combing the desert and the black dudes have a pick and he goes we ain't found shit uh, which is also a little problematic, <laughs> in essence. Yeah, I guess. I mean, man, that's crazy to think that eighty-seven is like me when I hear like eighty-seven. I'm thinking like, oh yeah, that's just like twenty years ago, you know. But that's like thirty-five years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, that's like no. You got to go two thousand, and then you know, like you got to go past two thousand, like. I don't know, it, it's weird, like, whenever I think of years and how long ago they are. Like, I always think it's less than it is for some reason. I'm with you. No, like, I, because, I, I mean, earlier in the episode, even, I called 87 25 years ago, and I was completely wrong, and I'm just not realizing it. It is 35. Um, I'm 22. I turned 22 yesterday. I wasn't born in 90. Right? Um. <laughs> I, I struck, like, I was born in 2000. The year is always my age if it's just been my birthday. Yeah. Like, that's so easy, but I still struggle if the year just goes behind 2000, I just can't comprehend it in my brain <laughs> that I have to add another 20 to it or whatever. But, um, no, yeah, I, there were, I, I, on the whole though, it was lacking those jokes more than it wasn't, which I was pleasantly surprised to find. Like, uh, there were a lot of jokes that were just straight up like this ring hurts your balls. Um, which I thought was hilarious. Like, I'm going to shoot you in the dick, and that's yeah. just, like, the whole thing. Yeah, no, they, 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 they did just kind of, there were some parts where I would just, like, kind of, like, not be paying attention. And then, like, you, you look at the screen, and there's just, like, a laser beam to some guy's crotch, and you're just like, 
That was an interesting creative choice. And then the rest of the movie, all the guys, anytime Darth Helmet gets mad, they cover their balls. Yeah. The whole time. And I like that we clearly had our, like, uh, uh, President Scroob's our Emperor archetype. Dark, Dark Helmet, obviously, is our Darth Vader archetype. And then uh, uh, the... Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders uh, is our Tarkin arch- archetype, which I thought was hilarious. Like, and I forgot that all all three of them are kind of represented on the uh, imp- quote unquote imperial side, which is just uh, it's just funny. Um, but Rick Moranis had a run in the eighties and the nineties that uh, he got he got a degree of credit for back then, but I don't think it stands. It's it does he he deserves some more credit today. I think. What's that run? Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That whole that whole thing. Uh, the uh, Little Shop of Horrors, um, Spaceballs. Just a lot of great comedies that uh-huh. he was a part of, and uh, that are just kind of on on a whole appealing to a lot of people. Yeah. Um. I mean, he was in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. He was. Uh. He was. He was. Ghostbusters is kind of like a that. That would be an interesting comparison to Spaceballs for me because Ghostbusters almost seems like a parody of itself, and at some at some points, like it's 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 humor is so just corny, but like it, it it's able to. I, I don't. I don't know. Spaceballs is able to be more forward about how it. it, it, it I, I I don't know. Like it has it has this this vision for itself that uh, you understand that it, it's failing to meet, which is which makes it funny. You know, like it has. Yeah, this like idea. it's like it's trying. Like in the movie, it seems like they're trying to make this the next Star Wars. Yeah, but it knows it's not the next Star Wars, <laughs> and therein it is funny because they're like, get the Spaceballs merch, get the space, get, 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 get all this, check out yogurt, check out uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if they like, I bet you they made. They probably. I don't know how famous was this movie. Like, do you think they made that merch? I guess oh, they would yeah, have had yeah. to make the merch for it to be in the movie. Yeah, like they, I, I'd say you there was they definitely sold space. The merch? I don't think they sold a lot of it, but I think they sold merch. Like <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure they moved. I'm sure they moved some units. It actually did win an award. In this 19, won an and, award. Yes, it did. It won. Uh, won a pretty big one, if I recall. It was. Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, hold on. Let me find it. I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, it, it was a big one. It was a big one. Oh yes, the Stinker Award for Worst Picture. Ah, um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where, where where do they have that? They should have that at the Oscars. The the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards, nineteen eighty seven. So for a, for a awards. whole fucking award show dedicated to bad movies, <laughs> this one the worst this one. one. The worst. They're like, and worst all around performance goes to Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, it was just overall just terrible. It actually has a seven point one out of ten on IMDb though, which Spaceballs? is just hilarious. Yeah. Wow, um, I, I that's that's ridiculous. I knew it was not it was going to be rough when uh, I, I saw that Spaceballs was free with ads on YouTube. I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, this is going to be rough. <laughs> Box office, it made twenty two million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Well, I see thirty eight million. Maybe that's 30, the adjusted. Oh, I uh, uh, yeah, maybe it is. But uh, oh, thirty eight million gross uh, domestic. Mm-hmm. Oh, the budget was twenty-two million, so it mm. uh, it grossed thirty-eight million, wow. which is huh. Yeah, Look at them I mean, go. For... Uh, pretty good, you know. I like uh, 
You know that Robin Hood movie, uh, Men in Tights, like the other, like, kind of parody-like movie? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, there's just other movies that are similar to that. That one made $30 million at the box office. So this was, like, more successful than, like, that parody movie, which I guess is, like, Well, and it's funny, example. you'll see that, like, over time, these parody movies have lost, A, the star power. Like, they had John Candy, and, like, like that was a, that was a big comedic actor back in the day, um... I mean, Rick Moranis, I just like he was he was on a at the height of his career pretty much in 87 or was about to hit the height of his career anyway. And uh, you're just not going to get actors like that doing these sorts of movies anymore. Mm. And I think like like I, there was like a Hunger Games spoof a few years back, like the Starving Games or something like that. And there's been like Twilight, like vampire shit. That's just mm. like it's just obviously doing what Spaceballs did to Star Wars and trying to do it to their own movie franchises, but it's like, none of us really want to see it. Have you watched Resurrections yet? I have not, but you guys can go ahead. Oh. Uh, it, I mean, it's, I'd say that's like the closest thing to a parody movie that we have, like that's just new. Like it's it's the the only thing that actors would like sign up for now is like a movie that, that still has a really good story behind it, but is still kind of spoofing or paradising, you know, uh, the previous franchise. Um, trying not to spoil anything. Um, no, I mean, I think, I've, I've like, heard to that, get like... the idea, like, it, it's, it's not a parody, really, but it sort of is. You get that idea. Um, no, the, well, I saw a tweet a couple weeks back that was like, uh, like, it was like, Star Wars be like, uh, ha it has Star Wars characters say things that only Star Wars fans would say. And then uh, it was like the Wachowski, the Wachowski sisters, <laughs> the characters in the Matrix have watched the Matrix, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it's just uh, a video game, you know, like like uh, I guess that's in the trailer, you know that yeah that the the Matrix was just a video game that everyone played, and you know Keanu starred in somehow that he was the creator of the game, and everyone knows. That it's a really weird movie, but it's really fun. Um, and, like, I hope that, like, if there are any movies, like, that are going to come out to be parody-like, like, this format works a lot better for me than, like, a Spaceballs format where it's, like, just super thrown together and it's just, like, you well, know, it's just it's just kind of, like, serotonin, like, to the brain. That's what they're just trying to do. Um, but it, it but it doesn't even really succeed because like I'll I'll tell you I didn't like I didn't enjoy the movie you know what I'm saying like if anything I was just kind of like man an hour left huh all right and if anything you know like it 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 it's, it does I part of the reason I was like okay yeah we'll do this it's an hour and a half it's not any longer than that you know like uh. And I'm I'm glad it's not because it just would have been it just would have been something else at that point. But uh, <laughs> I I did the the fucking spoof of the the characters and the like the point where Princess Vespa has a uh, the the headphones on that are Leia's buns, but they're not <laughs> they're just headphones. She takes them right off. Um, and there was <laughs> there were multiple points. Like, did did you catch at the uh, at one point where? They had like a headshot of Princess Vespa on the screen, and in the corner it says Vespa, comma Princess, implying that she, her first name is Princess. It's not even like it's not a title. Her oh, name dang. is just Princess Vespa. I didn't see that. No, which is just fucking funny. Yeah, I just thought it was like because I was uh, looking up on what to watch it on, 
and like Tubi I saw the, TV. Yeah, I saw the YouTube logo, and I was like, oh, like YouTube TV, mate, like maybe. And then I'm like, and then I click it, and it's just straight YouTube. Like it's just, it's just on YouTube, zero ads, just for free. <laughs> like it, it just made it even more funny, you know. Yeah, while but, I'm watching this, I'm like, I nobody's you know, even making money from me right yeah. now. Like I like I whenever I check the time to see how much is left, I'm reminded, oh yeah, I'm just watching a YouTube video right now. <laughs> this is basically a YouTube video. Like it's basically like, a YouTube um, movie. Like uh so I don't know. The whole idea of the movie is Griselda hilarious, films. but I would I'm very curious on how this is gonna rank. Like in our uh in our ratings. Like system. yeah, because it's like all over the place, man. I'm not like, gonna I, I, I anticipate it I anticipate it being pretty low. <laughs> And I, I, but I am interested if it's lower than our lowest. I wonder if we have a new all-time low here. The, um, this, I think, this has to be the lowest. Like just going in, going into it. That's that's my prediction. Well, there, yeah, it will be. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but the, the, there is something to uh, you know. It, it's funny, and thinking back on it, I I I I sympathize with you. I I got like an hour through, and I'm like, "Fuck, man! This how long is this?" And I'm checking. I'm like, "Geez, thirty more minutes? Like, really? <laughs> Look, I, I feel like I've been like, watching this for at bro, least two hours." They just got hours. the air back in that hole, and we got thirty <laughs> more minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it just struggles to hold your attention. You know, that's yeah. my only that's my only true critique of it. It it, it <laughs> you really funny, have to be willing to invest in some dumb shit to like be entertained throughout. Otherwise, it's just kind of like I, I think I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like fifteen it's like, minutes right, in. Okay. <laughs> and like we're I, I get this now. We can go ahead and. Uh... I, I actually recently I actually recently watched the Starving Games and probably a worse spoof, much worse spoof. No, that's the thing is that like it does deserve credit because there isn't a spoof that quite successfully does what Spaceballs does. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I mean, scary movie. But that's kind of a different Fair. realm, because uh, it's like a spoof of horror movies in general, not a specific franchise. Um, scary movie does it pretty well. I'd, I'd probably, but Spaceballs is right there with it. You know, like scary movie is ceaselessly dumb. That's all it is. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. And like, Starving Games was dumb, but like in a in a modern level context which seems dumber than like what dumb was in the 80s at least <laughs> like we i think i think people have gotten dumber <laughs> since the 80s i think that's probably they've gotten smarter right. in a lot of ways they've also gotten dumber so. well and you know i think it's a i think it's probably like a in an, an entertainment sense like yeah. we ex- we just like we're kind of past spoof movies yeah like this exists in 87 and it hasn't been touched since 87 because it wasn't going to come. And it makes perfect sense that the scary movie franchise was the early 2000s. Like, the early 2000s is basically a parody of every other time in history. <laughs> the early 2000s is something to behold. It's such a weird fucking period of time yeah. that's going to be, like, pretty much non-significant for most things. <laughs> you guys hear about CDs? Man. <laughs> that shit's crazy. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> Like a Game Boy, a GameCube. I mean, maybe like, we get the like the the revolutionary handheld handheld playable device like PSP. I guess the iPhone came out in two thousand seven. That's pretty big. 
I wouldn't argue that's early 2000s. That's though. true. Yeah. I'm thinking like 2001 to 2005. Mm. Like that range, that's pretty insignificant. <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, there are obviously advancements being made and stuff. And like we have to take steps to get where we're going. But like none of them stuck. That's true. Yeah, even like music. I'm trying to think of like the music of the early 2000s. And like, I guess, man, I can't hmm. think of shit. Claire's been on the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> man, all right. Now, yeah, how about some Chumbawamba? Is that early 2000s or is that 90s? I get knocked down, but I get up again. No. I'm gonna keep me down. The early, I get 2000s, down. the early 2000s got cartoons locked down. 90s and early 2000s, they got cartoons on lock. And I, you know okay, what? That's the cartoon era. The saving grace of the early 2000s, the cartoons, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and we got a few good movies that we'll get to eventually with the early 2000s. Uh, but, but nevertheless, we're in the 80s. We're in 87 specifically. And what's interesting about this movie when it comes to, like, the time frame is that in terms of production value, the way it looks, uh, the way it feels, uh, I'd say this is about 10 to 15 years behind its time. (laughs) It's like, like, wow, this doesn't look nearly as good as anything else in the 80s. And I know that's because the budget was not nearly as good as, like, say, Blade Runner. But the budget budget was still, what, you said 20 million? 22 million. 22 million? (laughs) In nineteen eighty-seven dollars. God damn, <laughs> that's that's a lot of money. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, like paying the paying the people involved. I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah, this probably just ultimately does reflect poorly on. Uh, Mel Gibson? Is that his name? Mel Brooks, no. but Mel Gibson is hilarious. <laughs> Mel Brooks. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Who's Mel, who's Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson's another actor. Uh, Braveheart. Uh, he's been in some other shit, too. He's pretty... He's actually, probably a lot more culturally significant than uh, Mel Brooks. That's probably being for real. But he's also like... A, like huge QAnon guy. <laughs> Mel Gibson is a huge QAnon guy. Really? He like speaks at like QAnon rallies and stuff. <laughs> Holy shit! He was probably exist. he was probably all for January sixth. <laughs> yeah, he was like the main guy in Lethal Weapon. Oh shit! All the Lethal Weapon movies. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Now Mel Brooks did like Blazing Saddles for context, which is like a. Uh, one of the most outrageously racist movies of all time. <laughs> Blazing Saddles. That's just a terrible name for a creative project. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. It was a spoof of like a Western. Um, Mel, that Mel Gibson did? Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks did that uh, Also well. Mel Brooks. Okay. Like, it's like, it's it's in his vein, you know, comedy, like a spoof of Western movies. Uh, it had so, Gene Wilder in so it. Mel Bro- Gene Wilder. Holy shit. Who's a pretty great actor. Yeah, like honestly. I don't know why. Yeah. I couldn't decide. The only thing I can think of, like the closest thing to a spoof I can think of in modern times is maybe like, um, I mean, this isn't really a spoof though. It's just straight up satire, which don't look up. Like it gave me those sorts of vibes at times. 
But the absurd shit that happened in Don't Look Up was like feasible to a degree. Feasible, calculated. Like there was there was a subtext there that made sense. Like, <laughs> and, I, and there were times where I was like, "Are they trying to get at something yeah. during Spaceballs?" And then like they would like. But it was like one or two jokes, and it was like then it was gone, and it was like no, they're definitely not. <laughs> no, no, they're just they just did it because they thought it was funny. That was it. That was the only reason. Yeah, I because uh, <laughs> there was a point where like President Scrooge goes, "What am I supposed to do? I can't take action. I'm a president. <laughs> uh, like I don't I don't make decisions." And uh, I was like, ah, maybe they're trying to get at something. And then there was points where, like, the Mega Maid started looking like the Statue of Liberty. So I was like, are they saying something about the imperial nature of the United States of America and the statue? Nah, probably not. She just kind of looked like the Statue of Liberty. And that was kind of part of the joke. (laughs) This movie is, I don't know. It's it's good if you just, I don't know. It's kind of good as just, like, a background movie. To kind of, like, go in and out of and be like, oh, yeah, that's dumb. That's kind of funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, like... Scroll on Twitter. I don't know. I, it wasn't, like, terrible. Like, it wasn't, like, I hated watching this movie. <laughs> no, it was um, tolerable, at the very least. Yeah, like, hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I'll watch it again, I think. Yeah, it's and it's, like, it's yeah. one that you, like, there's a reason I showed it to you guys. Mm. It's that kind of, like, it's that kind of movie. It's like... Gosh, you gotta watch this. This is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, you have to see, you have to see it. Like, if you have not, you have to. You have to watch how dumb like, it is. Yeah, you just, you gotta know. Um, but, uh, I mean, like, frankly, there's not a ton to say about Spaceballs, if we're being for real. Um, and with that, I think we might be ready for the ratings, if y'all don't have too much else to say about, you know, like, the critical critiques of Spaceballs. I'm trying to think of which rating would be the easiest to start with. I don't think you, I, I, and you know usually what? Usually we start with the enjoyment rating. I'm I'm cool usually. with starting there. We, let's let's start there. But uh, I don't know how I enjoyed this movie. Like, um, there's a couple things that usually factor into my enjoyment of the movie, and that is, uh, you know, like how much it kept me, like how much I was like, I I want to I I want to keep watching this. I want to know what happens in the next couple minutes. Uh. And I didn't have that with this movie. Um, I, I I'd go pretty middle of the road for my enjoyment of this movie, uh, and probably two point five, two point five out of five, um, maybe lower, but maybe I I could see it in the two to three range, somewhere in there. Yeah, and I mean I think I got at least two laughs, so I have to give it at least two two, uh, two. Yeah, two. two? Okay, that I was leaning more towards the lower side too. I just wanted to know, it's, like, it's just like enjoyment is something that, like, I want to walk away from a movie having thoughts I didn't previously have about what I was going, watching, what yeah. I was watching. Yeah, and uh, it, it, it didn't explore, it, it seriously explore anything at all. It yeah, just I, was meant to. It's a background movie, you know. Like, it's just a series of absurd things that occur and you know obviously enjoyment is a is inherently objective like it's or subjective it's entirely up to you it's not objective (laughs) you have to like this fucking movie uh no it's uh like because it is like it is funny and nostalgically there is a degree of enjoyment i get out of it but it's not high (laughs) it's not it's not high i'm 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 leaning more towards the two point 
two to two point five range now. Not so two to three. I'm, the way I'm thinking of it is Mash received a two point five in the I like, enjoyment. I scale. like this uh probably less than Mash. And I was trying to think if I liked it more or less than Mash. And like the only thing this movie had on Mash is that I laughed more in in first baseballs. Like there were moments where it actually made me laugh um that I wasn't expecting. And that's like the, like in this day and age, to make someone actually laugh and not just have that internal laugh or the, you know, nose exhale, it's kind of impressive, you know. Like, um, but like on the real, Mash was just kind of a better movie to watch because it actually like had something of a story that you somewhat cared about. Yeah, you know? and, and I, like, here's the thing though, is that like again, I I I'd, I'd save that critique for more towards like how it is as a movie, like. Mm. But if that plays into your enjoyment, which it clearly does, I mean, you like to watch a better movie, then then that's a part of it. The, the only thing that made me go, maybe maybe it's on the upside of 2.5, maybe it's above MASH, is that it is a Star Wars parody. And I like me some Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's that's kind of like, that was the only reason I was, like, a little bit higher on this movie. Like, if this isn't a Star Wars parody, A, this movie doesn't exist. B, uh, it's it's a one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like two to two point five is where I'm sitting, but I feel like I should give it a two point five, um, because it actually there were some enjoyable moments. Like more, I was the enjoyable moments in Spaceballs are more enjoyable than the more the most enjoyable moments in Mash. True. Um, I'm, I'm with a very that. terrible way to say that. Probably. Um, no, I followed you. I but, followed you. But yeah, I feel like. It should at least tie mash. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be below it, in my opinion. I, I don't. I'm not comfortable putting it above or below. Really, is I get like you. How I feel. Then I'm. I'm right there with you. Then I thought 2.5 initially, and if if we can, I mean, like we could adjust it for uh, like 2.2.4, like essentially on the same to compensate for the two to one aspect here. I'm Maybe down. a 2.4. Comfortable. Just a just a slight slight decrease okay. from Mash. Okay. Now this is an interesting uh, convo. How for the genre for being as a spoof movie? <laughs> how many spoof movies do you know? Whenever you think of a spoof movie, I mean that was part I'm of our conversation. I'm assuming the first one that pops in your head is Spaceballs, like a spoof movie. And to me. But usually when we give, like, a move like, in the genre, like, a five out of five, we say it's, like, the gold standard. Of their category. Of the category. And this doesn't really feel like, I don't know, is I'd there argue, really a gold standard for a parody movie, you know? Like, I, I would this- argue that, like I said earlier, the Scary Movie franchise mm. is better than Spaceballs. Um, and therein, it can't be, it can't be super high. You know, like... And let's let's say let's let's go straight up as a comedy. Like forget parody, forget spoof. It's ultimately what it's doing is telling you jokes, is is putting funny situations in front of you, and trying to make you laugh. And how well did it do that? Um, and like like we've said throughout, got a couple, and out of us, but it didn't make us laugh uproariously. And therefore, I would again go pretty middle of the road. And this time, oh, I don't think I even want to give it a three. Maybe a three. 
But like two point two point five to three again, like I'm in that range again. I mean, I think I'm okay giving it a higher rating just because it does sound. It, it, even if it isn't of gold standard, that seems like a odd valuation to put on spoof movies to begin with. Uh, it is, in a way, a it, it, it is par excellence, I guess, for spoofs, if that makes sense. And this is reflected in the fact that it has even made the list, right? Like it stands the test of time. People will remember Spaceballs. And it is a it is a daring and bold addition to the cinematic universe of Star Wars. <laughs> um, if you want to give it all of that credit, there you <laughs> but, go. But it, it you know, I, I I'd be willing to give it a three. I think. Okay, okay, that's more where I was leaning. I was I was I was I was on the I was on the high side. I'll give yeah. it I'll give it three out of five for comedy too. I'm right there too. Yeah, I'm. I think three's fair. That's what we gave Mash as well. Uh, for the genre, I oh, that guess. makes so, that makes uh, me almost want to go maybe a little a little heavier on it, like three point three point one. <laughs> like I, I, cause I think it was a little bit. I didn't like it much as as much as Mash, but the funny situations in Spaceballs were funnier than situations mm-hmm. in Mash. So I'd be willing to give it a, that that little extra bump. We'll give it the bump. We'll give it the little bump. So now it's like kind of tied. Now, as a film, how did this do? Um, not very, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this is this is it. This is this is going to be the one and only that I think straight up gets a one out of five. I, I mean, yeah, this it's bad. Like, it's not good, and that is the point. So, does it get credit for that? It can't. It, it can't. It's it's just bad. Um, and I th- again, that's what they're trying to do. So, there's really nothing wrong with it. But oh, I thought you just hit a random dab. You were sneezing over there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a spoof movie. It's a one star movie for sure because, well, it seems like Mel Brooks wanted it to be, and that was funny to him to make to spend twenty two million dollars on a movie that was uh, like obnoxiously horrible. You're right, and uh, yeah, it's a one out of five. It's a one out of five in terms of how good of a movie it is, and that will be our only one out of five. If I if I Maybe. had to guess, Maybe. we got to we got to meet a pretty bad movie. <laughs> yeah, and I think I feel like most of the movies you put on here were intentional. Like other than this one, were pretty intentionally good. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe you're like, I'll rewatch Spaceballs and be like, it wasn't a bad cinematic outing. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it was a five out of five. No. <laughs> so we what's that? What's that round us out to with a one out of five overall as a film? A, a new three point one out of five. Biggest loser. Biggest loser. The new biggest loser is Spaceballs. It is a two point one seven <laughs> out of five. Mash being a two point six seven. Um, almost at. Basically a half point higher, um, a, a, an exact half point higher actually, um, and yeah, that really only those are the only two movies that are in that range at all. The only other two movies that get into a three. There's only two three movies, and those are Taxi Driver and Scarface. Um, so even in the you know company that it's in down low. It's still... It's far and away below those. Yeah. So it makes sense that it's at the bottom, a 2.17, and it does kill the month of April. Uh, Its average rating uh, went down to a 3.91. It is the lowest month now. Um, That's okay. Um, 
Spaceballs just so happened to come out in this year. Sorry, April. Well, I mean, um, I, and let's and, be real. Up to this point, April was all right, but it wasn't our best month by any means. We weren't. It wasn't like I mean, what we start with Scarface, mm-hmm. Scarface, uh, Terminator, Breakfast Club. Aliens, space. I don't know. That's a pretty strong three in the middle there, huh? Yeah, Terminator, Breakfast Club, Aliens is that was a good run. Those yeah. were three pretty great movies. Yeah, um, but, but I mean, being sandwiched by two of our bottom four. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, that's, that's okay. rough. You know, but Spaceballs is a movie that everyone should see. <laughs> that's um, funny because hearing that Scarface is in like the same bottom four as Spaceballs is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it Spaceballs is in very very strange company on this list. It just doesn't belong. Um No, it, yeah, and that was it, like that was part of the yeah, oh, yeah. That was part of the appeal here. It, I wasn't like <laughs> I wasn't just like, you know what was the best movie of 87? Spaceballs. Nah, this this movie's bad and I wanted to talk a good bad movie. And that's ultimately why Spaceballs made it, especially coming off of like 10 episodes ago we did the Star Wars live commentary. So it's like a fun little here we are now separated from star wars a few weeks talking space balls <laughs> and we've seen a lot of sci-fi the last week last few weeks you know aliens terminator uh going going back to star wars we had blade runner in between there like yeah. we've seen some sci-fi <laughs> so yeah. getting this well this will this will be a nice reprieve because i feel like if i remember correctly the movies we're getting into now are going to be a little more um in serious intense we've got a serious vein coming up you know uh next next week is 1988 which at the moment we will be discussing the anime film my neighbor totoro which uh this is a couple back to back where i was like let's get out there with it let's do something new we haven't really done uh i mean i don't think there's another anime movie on the list and uh i wanted to kind of appeal to all all genres here and uh i was like you know let's let's fucking do this um, and then 89, I believe, is Dead Poets Society and the 90s Goodfellas. And, like, yeah, we're getting into some we're getting into some real shit coming up here soon. So Spaceballs was a nice little breather before we uh, before we get into that. Um, but, yeah, so that left us with, what, a 2.17. 2.17 out of five right. stars. I think that feels right. No, yeah, it'll, it like, and that's, that's the thing about this rating system. It ultimately always does. It always works itself out, and... Uh, I mean, I don't think we have another two that are separated by a half point. Like, this was, this is that substantially lower than anything else. <laughs> Nothing else has been separated by a full half point. Um, at least not in, yeah. in terms of direct ranking. Uh, you know, my, my idea for a spoof? What's that? Kool-Aid Man spoof. Kool-Aid Man MCU spoof. I was watching a YouTube video. The Kool-Aid Man is canon in the MCU. I kid you the fuck not. Like, as a there, hero? There are comics from the, like, 80s with the Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> and he has powers, and he referenced Spider-Man. Can't be a hero. That man's a villain. <laughs> hey, they all do that, though. And I'm just like, what? why, why don't they drop the kool-aid man in the mcu like that there's got to be someone out there who who knows that like if i saw the youtube video multiverse of madness gonna fuck our heads up man <laughs> i'm telling you winnie the pooh making an appearance it was kool-aid man one making the, an appearance the video winnie the pooh riding the kool-aid man making an appearance <laughs> the video the video i was watching mentioned that one of 
uh, the Kool-Aid man's uh, seen powers has been the ability to create portals between dimensions. So that could be useful. Kool-Aid man's a nexus being. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never knew. Mm-hmm. I never knew. No, but that'd be a great idea for a spoof. I mean, and I can't believe it hasn't been done. Kool-Aid just... They need they need a revival, and what better way than a spoof movie? What better way? What better Get way? Get Mel Brooks to sign on his ninety five year old ass. <laughs> um, They're really wanting to. If the Marvels really wanting to experiment with their with their formula movie formula, as we, we see, were talking about, we saw Wandavision. <laughs> we raise you Kool Aid, man. <laughs> we raise you Kool Aid, man. <laughs> Wanda Vision, okay, cool, but are they the Kool Aid man? <laughs> Is you know. Is the Falcon and Winter Soldier the Kool-Aid man? None of them are the Kool-Aid man. Uh, but yeah. What a way to end a Spaceballs podcast. What a, I mean, like, it was going to be absurd. <laughs> it had to be. Uh, but yeah, with that, that concludes the Penny Bloom podcast. It was I, Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And I was also joined by one Tavaris Pennington, thank you very much, homie. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. I respect the uh, effort for the timing on that one. Uh, you know, I had to I had to stretch it just a little bit. Yeah, I'm nobody sorry. nobody even I'm noticed. Yeah. Nobody even noticed um, until now. Uh, but if you would head to Patreon.com/slash/CoroBloom, where uh, we got a whole plethora of content. And uh, before this very episode, in fact, uh, we recorded an episode on uh, a bunch of current events shit. I believe I'm going to call that one I Love College um, uh, by Asher Roth. little reference there. Um, and if you go to Patreon, that will actually be back like five months in the backlog. So go, <laughs> go ahead and find it. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Go to Twitter. Follow at Penny Bloom Pod, where uh, I usually update uh, which movie is coming next and uh, if next week's was to change as of now. And it will probably stick. Next week's is 1988's My Neighbor Totoro, and uh, I plan that I plan on that being the case. However, if it were to change, you would find out on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, uh, and then also follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. And uh, remember, peace, love, and bloom, and may the Schwartz be with you. <laughs>